Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today's episode is a solo episode. So I take some time, I get into how to approach content from an editorial standpoint, how to take this editorial mindset and actually put that toward your brand's content and give you some tips along the way. We also cover some news, Elon fighting Zuckerberg, apparently update with Instagram and actually a competitor to Twitter that's supposed to come out. So I hope you enjoy it. Should be a good episode. Before we get into it, I do want to let you know this episode is brought to you by Cave. That is our agency where we help companies grow through organic and paid social media. So if your brand needs some help, head on over to cavesocial.com and let's have a chat. But without further ado, let's not waste any time. Let's hop in. First things first, we got the news. So last week, when I'm recording this, is June 27th. So last week, Elon said that he would challenge Mark Zuckerberg to an MMA fight. And, you know, Elon knows how to spark controversy. You got to give him that. And Mark Zuckerberg goes on Instagram and he screenshots it and then says, send location. It's funny because then Elon said, oh, I'm in. And Mark Zuckerberg was reached out to by Dana White, president of the UFC. And he said, you know, hey, Dana goes, is this real? And Mark's like, I don't know. And then Dana goes, okay, I'll see if they want to do it. So apparently, you know, they want to do it and donate money to charity, et cetera. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. A couple of reasons. One, Mark Zuckerberg has been training MMA and is super fit. He just did recently the Murph fitness test, which is uh, really hard. And he did what seems to be a world-class time. I think he broke 40 minutes to complete the Murph. And for those who don't know what that is, you run a mile, 100 chin-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, then you run a mile again. You do that all while wearing a weight vest. So it's not an easy workout by any means. So let's see. They're going to fight. Could happen. I don't know. Next, and probably more pressing with regards to you know the people who listen to this show, people who are in the trenches with social media, marketers, etc. Meta is looking to roll out its Twitter competitor, so a text-only competitor. I know they've been testing this. It's going to be interesting to see how it comes out, a text-only feed, what that looks like, and what that looks like for creators, for brands, etc. So keep your eye out for that to see probably intertwined into Instagram. I'm going to bet there's going to be some sort of text feed component there. Next, Instagram has announced that they will allow you to download Reels from public accounts. So before, you could only share links to the Reels. Um, TikTok has always allowed you to download the content and share it. And then the TikTok watermark has been around all over the content, but that content's been shared on a ton of other platforms. So Reels has, you know, they're late to the game, but at least they're making the change to now you'll be able to download not only your own Reels, but any public Reels and share in other places. You'll be able to link, be able to upload and link to them, you know, anywhere you want. So good on Meta for this. It definitely solves a problem that users were having. If they wanted to share something or download it or embed it elsewhere, they'd have to go you know, find that same video on TikTok and post it. So that's it for the big news in social this week. I'm not going to touch the story about the guys that went down to see the Titanic that y'all already know what was going on there. Let's talk about, and really what I want to be the meat and potatoes of today's episode is why so many brands get social wrong and how they can change that by taking an editorial approach to their content. So brands, look, a lot of them, people want quality content. 
but there's no process in place to get that actually out the door. You know, the content can be self-serving, jargon heavy, and ultimately people just scroll past it. But the brands who get it right, they do something different. They take an editorial approach, editorial way of thinking, and they actually put that onto their content. So what I mean by that is they think like a GQ. They think like a Vogue when they go and create their content, but they do it through the lens of their brand. And those are the people who do it right. So they do four things really, really well. And I'm gonna break down each of these four. One, they tell stories, they don't shout announcements. This is pivotal. Two, they set an editorial standard for the brand. Three, they build a content engine. And four, they professionalize their team. So let's go through each of those. All right, number one, they tell stories, right? Now, this is huge. A lot of brands try to tell stories but they're doing it in a way that is self-centered or braggadocious or look what we did, look, we raised money or we hit some sales number or we did something else and it falls flat, right? We scroll right past it. Maybe somebody says they're at a, a conference, you name it. And this is because in those settings, the brand is positioning themselves as the hero of the story. But if we can take a different approach, one where the brand is not the hero, the customer is the hero of the story. So using customer stories or using a framework where we say, okay, we're going to help customers solve problems, alleviate issues, get through struggles. We're not going to be, to put this in 80s movies terms, we're going to be Mr. Miyagi to our customers' karate kid. We're there to help them, guide them, uh, and help really think about their story and how our brand plays a part in that. So that's what we mean when we talk about embracing story and doing so from a brand perspective. And it's a subtle shift when you think about it in your own content to go, oh, okay, if I can help customers and if I can do that by being that guide, they're going to trust me. They're going to trust what I say. They're going to trust the advice I give them. And ultimately, you know, they're going to purchase from me. And that's what we want to have accomplished. Next thing they do, they build an editorial standard. So this is huge. Okay, editorial standard, and what this means is having a level of quality and quality guidelines for work that goes out and making sure that it's aligned with the brand. This is for internal and external documents or content because if somebody lets something slip once or doesn't let something go live that doesn't live the brand standard, that's gonna become a regular thing within the org and that whole QA process is ultimately gonna go to shit. So we wanna make sure if we're looking at our process going, how can we set an editorial brand standard, a minimum requirement for content that goes out? This could be something like with your blogs, you might say, okay, before we post a blog, we need to have two studies referenced in each blog post we put out and those studies need to be peer reviewed, right? Okay, now we're starting to set an editorial standard. So facts are checked and numbers aren't just thrown out nilly willy. Okay, great. That's one component. You know, next it might be the, the editing style of the post or how long our posts are. You really got to get specific, but you want to make sure that you set this up with your brand, right? What is the tone you're going to have? How are you going to communicate to the customer? And how are you going to do that across platforms? All right. Next is number three, content engine creating this. All right. This means you should be able to take an idea, drop it into your system and have content come out the other side, whether that's a video, you know, that video then turns into blogs, that blog then turns into tweets, et cetera. Having this system clearly mapped means that you have a content engine. So that entails using the project management software that you have. Um, I know some people are great at using it, other people aren't, you gotta use it. Two, building the workflows for content. So spending time to say, okay, when we create content, 
what happens? Where does it go? Where does it get distributed? How do we create it? What are the steps that we're going to use to create that content and make sure that it gets out? All right. And lastly, number four, professionalizing your content team. No one person can be the strategist, the social media manager, the graphic designer, the copywriter, et cetera. Social media is more than a one person job. I know some of y'all are listening to this. You're like, preach, tell my boss that. Um, look, it, social media takes multiple, multiple people for it to be at that top level, right? So what that means is hiring great writers, hiring graphic designers, hiring people who are great with video, social media managers, et cetera. Now, if you're listening and you're like, hey, I don't have the budget for that, that's okay. Take an alternative approach, right? You can either hire an agency. That's what we do with clients. Like we come in and we're usually a large part of the marketing team. Or you can get a point person within your company in-house who then manages a bunch of freelancers, a bunch of contractors who can come in, you know, sporadically or where you need them to knock out those certain parts. So I would recommend a lot of small brands to actually say, okay, we're going to get a contractor budget to contract out some elite writers, to contract out some graphic design help, etc. That's going to help you really, really professionalize your team and operation. And it'll take the load off of just one person because one person can't be an elite copywriter, strategist, graphic designer, you know, videographer, everything all at once it just doesn't exist. So professionalizing your team is going to be really, really important. And that is it. That is how you uh, take an editorial approach and really bring it on home with your team. I hope that helps any of the social media managers or brand marketers, CMOs who are listening to this. But that's it for this episode of Mind Your Marketing. Please hit that like, share, subscribe. I know I sound like a broken record saying that, but seriously, that is something that makes a world to the show as we try to grow it and get it out to more people. Really, really relies on um, people like you hitting that like, share, or, or subscribing if you're on the podcast app. That's a positive signal to the platforms that will get it out to more marketers and you know allow us to keep creating the show. All right, well, I'll catch y'all later. Bye.